0: Back to the episode.
1: All right, my friend, the time has come. That's right. It is time to no longer do Facebook and Instagram ads for your business. Just kidding. No, I really am kidding. Uh, Today, we're talking about all of the Apple iOS privacy updates and how it is going to affect your ads. Yes, it is going to affect your ads. But the first part that you need to understand is understanding what's going on here. Okay. And that's what we're going to do in this episode here today, because this is not the end of the world when it comes to uh, Facebook and Instagram ads. Are things about to change? Yes, they are. But if you are prepared and understand what's going on because you listen to this podcast here, then you are in the right place. So on today's episode, you're going to basically sit down with a good buddy of mine. His name is Terrell Brown. He's a brilliant Facebook ads manager really, really knows this stuff. He's been managing... He's been doing Facebook ads for years, I think as long as I've been doing them actually, and runs really big campaigns at scale, just knows how Facebook and Instagram ads work in and out. And he's got great contacts at Facebook, has been getting a lot of information directly from Facebook about the whole iOS update and and how this is going to affect our ads and what we can do to prepare for it which is exactly why I asked him to come on. And I told him beforehand, I said, look, this is, just, this is like me and you sit down for coffee. We're both coffee lovers and you get to listen in on this conversation. And so let's do it, shall we? Cue the music. Welcome to the Art of Online Business Podcast. My name is Rick Mulready and I'm an online business coach, Facebook and Instagram ads expert, lifestyle entrepreneur, and I'm a total coffee snob as well. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips that take the guesswork out of growing and scaling a profitable online business so that you can truly become an entrepreneur with impact. This podcast is your secret weapon for fast tracking the growth of your online business. Let's do this. All right. Hey, my friend, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning back into the show. Super appreciate you as always. This is episode number 468 here of the podcast. And I want to dive into what is going on with the whole iOS 14 point by the time this rolls out, which has now been pushed back apparently until the latter part of March. I mean, heck, we could be on 14.5 iOS 14.5 version when this actually starts getting enforced by Apple. But uh, we're going to dive into it all today. I did cover this um, just a quick episode about it uh, a few weeks ago, a few episodes ago. And today, because there's so much being talked about right now, I kind of wanted to sort of set the record straight here for you. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, joining me to do that is my good buddy and brilliant Facebook ads manager, Terrell Brown. And so we're going to break all this down for you. What does this mean? Uh, what is going on here with this update. We talk about conversion tracking. So how this is going to affect being able to see how many conversions that you are actually getting from your ads. We talk about attribution windows. We talk about how this is going to affect the optimization that goes on with Facebook's algorithm when we're running our ad campaigns. We talk about what is this whole thing about? We have a limited number of conversion events now. We have eight conversion events, so what the heck is that? I've been confused about that myself, so we clear that up for you today. we're gonna dive into it all for you and towards the actually throughout the episode, but really towards the end, we break down for you step by step what you need to do right now in order to get yourself ready for this and prepare for it and that's the key thing here. number one is you will win. On Facebook and Instagram ads, if you try to keep up and understand what's going on, that's why you listen to the show here because I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that for you. And then number two, do the things that you need to prepare for and what Facebook is recommending as best practices to do that. We break it all down here for you today on the show. Okay. Now before we dive into it with Terrell, quick announcement for you: if you are an online course creator, or you're a coach, or you are maybe you have a membership, you're an online educator and you are generating revenue in your business already. Maybe you are averaging at least 5K a month in your business, but you're now spinning your wheels to take your business to the next level. You want to optimize your business towards maybe multiple six or even seven figures. Okay, You do not need another course or to read more books. What you need is a cohesive growth strategy along with personalized coaching, as well as group coaching, support, and accountability. Okay. That is what my accelerator coaching program is all about. It is open and it's application only. So if you would like my team and my help, as well as every other person inside of accelerator to help you grow your business to the next level, I'd love to be able to help you with that. So if you'd like to apply and learn more, go to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator, rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. All right, my friends, without further ado. Let's go hang out with Terrell Brown. Tara, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, not a problem. It's uh, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to uh,
2: to be able to join you. I've been an avid listener for a long time, and uh, you're kind of the person that uh, got me kind of going in a much harder direction towards Facebook ads about four years ago when I was listening to you, and it brought me all the way to where we are today. So super excited
1: awesome. to complete the circle. Thanks, man. I, I really appreciate that. And we were just chatting right before I hit record here, and we were both kind of laughing like this is going to seem like a whole lot of bad news news. <laughs> <laughs> so so we're going to get the bad news out of the way first and then we'll shift into, okay, the better news and the types of things that everybody can do to prepare and get ready for these updates. But before we get into all that, let's have you introduce yourself, let people know what you do, what you specialize in, that sort of thing.
2: Perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so my name is Terrell Brown. Um, it's spelled like Terrell, but pronounced Terrell. I've uh, been running ads on Facebook almost since inception around 2008. Started out really in e-com uh, land and this was all before the pixel even existed. So a lot of this stuff is just crazy to talk about because uh, a lot of what you're going to have to adjust and change based Mm -hmm. on this is kind of stuff that we dealt with in the beginning. So I've been running ads uh, on Facebook since then, really was working within the companies that I worked at running ads until about 4 or 5 years ago, where I broke off and started working um, within an agency Uh, and then kind of started my own agency um, outside of that one. So I I still work within an agency and then I have my own agency um, that I run. Uh, So I work within the other uh, building and scaling companies I really specialize in um running ads at scale because I think that's where businesses really see the success. Uh so working to push companies to spend you know $10,0, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a month in ad spend uh, all the way up to you know two to three million dollars a month in ad spend to to really see those big returns um because that's where companies actually see huge results that that make you know, that always make your retainer to them look smaller and smaller um, by the amount of money that they're making. And so, you know, I've always done it on a retainer basis. I don't do any you know percentages or anything like that on ad mm-hmm. spend. Um, I believe in just working with those companies to grow their business, and that's kind of where where my niche has landed. I have about sixty percent e-commerce companies that I work with, and about forty percent um, course creators. You know, people that do that type of uh, online virtual learning courses. Yeah, uh, and uh, have uh, have really enjoyed it. It's something that I I actually like enjoy doing and uh, and get excited about, kind of geek out on all the time. So
1: I, I love it. Somebody asked me yesterday, is it too late to jump into the ads game? Oh, it's crazy. And and, uh, she she was like, I haven't, you know, I really haven't taken it seriously. Is it too late? Am I, am I, has the, has the ship passed? And I was like, no, it hasn't passed. (laughs) Are you kidding? Like, I mean, are the costs what they were a few years ago? Of course not. But it's not too late to dive in as long as you, like, like a topic we're going to be talking about today, for example, as long as you're up and staying on top of things that are, that are rolling out, it's not too late.
2: Yeah, no, it's definitely not too late. I mean, there's there's so much to learn and so much to do. And every time there's a change like this, there's a shift in the market and people adjust and and dominate or they don't adjust and they'll end up just stop spending and saying, oh, Facebook doesn't work. You know, it, it was kind of like last year. Um, I saw some of the best times when COVID hit and a bunch of people got scared and stopped spending on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had companies that 10x their their spend um, within like a three day period because we Saw CPMs went from like right before they shut everything down, they were in the $20 to $30 range. Uh, and then overnight they went down to three and four dollars. Like everybody stopped spending. And yeah. then all of a sudden it made it so easy to 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 scale companies and spend a lot of money in in especially in those certain verticals that did well during COVID. Sure. So it's like you just got to be ready for what happens and when it does, prepare yourself and then be ready to pivot because. Everything we see right now is what we know now. Like Facebook has been very upfront on the webinars that they run about this iOS 14 change in that they don't know a lot of stuff. They said, and you know, some of this stuff we're gonna have to get to when it happens. Like yeah, there's stuff yeah. that they don't even know and they're just gonna have, they're just making guesses on what's gonna happen. They just don't control a lot. Of
1: it. Yeah, and I mean, you have a lot of contacts at Facebook. You've been having a lot of, a lot of conversations with them about this. I had a call with Facebook last a week ago today as we're recording this. And that's what they told me on, on, on my call was that like, look, like we're working on some things on the back end here that we can't talk about at this point. And it's mainly because we don't know what's going to happen exactly when this starts rolling out. And so and just to remind everybody what we're talking about. This being rolling out is the whole iOS 14.3. I think it is at this point. Update is it 14.4 at this point. I don't know. That's
2: what I'm thinking, like because it's already we're we already have the the actual version, but they just haven't pushed the the force to yeah. um, click the allow or don't allow.
1: And so, so guys, what this is is Facebook, or excuse me, Apple is calling this the App Tracking Transparency Framework. That big mouthful. It's basically what is the the, the there's gonna you, you guys are gonna see a box. Everybody who is has a like an has an iPhone or an iPad. Anybody operating iOS on their device, you're going to get a box that pops up. What is the What is the wording? It says you like something about do you want to allow tracking or something?
2: Yeah, it's essentially, um, and I think they're still tracking, they're still doing a lot of testing. Obviously, they're spending a lot of money to try to figure this out, um, because they want you to click allow tracking, obviously, like that's Facebook's goal. The one that I saw that uh, is the most recent was that it would say Facebook would like permission to track you across apps and websites owned by other companies and then it says this allows Facebook to provide you with a better overall experience yeah. and then your options
1: are ask app not to track or allow tracking yeah and as an advertiser i i mean look we're gonna get it we're gonna get ads regardless of wherever we go on the internet I would much rather be served something that's relevant to me than like, I have had allergies my entire life. So I don't have pets. I don't want to get a dog food ad. (laughs) This is not relevant to me. Like, like my wife, for example, loves the ads that she gets on Instagram because they're so relevant to her. And she just like, it just creates a better experience. So I think people
2: don't really understand like how much um, their user behavior creates a good environment that they enjoy on the apps that they're using people sometimes people are like surprised when I tell them like, when you scroll on your phone on your on Facebook, you're on Instagram, every fourth post that you see is an ad, like Mm. that's how much they're like 25% of what you're what you see is advertising and don't you want 25% of that experience to be something that you at least care about and like at least yeah. want to consume that content and not just be random ads that like you ha- that aren't geared towards you at all yeah. like and people just the only thing they see is data privacy and oh I don't want to give away my data well meanwhile apple has your data like they all have your data like right. it's just going to change your experience
1: well that's kind of the ir- ironic thing too right cuz like apple like if you, they're 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 asking they're they're prompting this and say hey do you want to track this but yet Apple is doing this and and is able to show you know show ads themselves based on the data that they have is am I am I correct there is yeah is that the irony in all this yeah exactly that that's really it it makes me laugh because the data is there like so.
2: Apple will have that data that fires on your Pixel. They have all the all the events, they have everything. They're just putting up a wall and not allowing it to go back to Facebook. Yeah. So that, that's all that's happening. So right. it's just uh it's just them saying, No, we're not gonna give you these pieces of data because people don't want their their data tracked. It's more like they're they just don't want their data used in the app, is what they're right. actually saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's break this down. So what's going on here as this, as this update rolls out, you know, there's been a lot of talk around, you know, our, um, the, the two big things that are going to be affected are, you know, attribution, meaning the data that we see inside of ads manager, like the, you know, tracking the number of conversions. So if we're doing a conversion, a conversion campaign where we want to get people registered for say a webinar or You know, optimize launch method uh, style launch or an opt in or whatever it is. It's are we able, are we going to be able to see accurate numbers based on the number of conversions? And the second big thing is the optimization, meaning the pixel data that is being tracked, the algorithm uses all that information to optimize our ads in the background of our campaigns to get us the best results possible. So let's, and then we, I wanna get into like, you know the number of conversions that they're gonna be limiting or we're all, they're already limiting us to now. Let's break this down. Let's start with the with the data that we're able to see. Are we able to get any conversion data back inside of Ads Manager?
2: Yes. Yeah, so you're gonna have a couple different um, answers to that. Cause it's almost like, yes, no, and maybe. <laughs> right. um, so uh, we'll start with the yes. So you're going to still get um, tracking data. So you're still going to be able to set up your site to track all the events that you've wanted to track before, at a limited number. When it when it comes to really tracking those events, most of the time, companies have one to two major goals that they want. An e-commerce company, for instance, has a purchase conversion. They just mm-hmm. want to know, did people show up to the site and purchase? Add to cart, initiate checkout, view content. Those help them to remarket to the people who didn't purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, but purchase is the number one that they want to be able to track. So you're still going to be able to track that. And Facebook has said, even with the people who opt out, you'll be able to still track one conversion. The way that they're going to track that conversion um, gets a little bit messy because they are going to use some type of data where they look at previous purchase behaviors within your pixel to judge, did this person? So it's going to be more predictive than actual. Um, And so Mm. they're still going to report conversions, which will probably be fine for people that are spending large amounts of money because they'll have that much data. But for people who are spending, you know, $10, 20, $30 a day, it's not going to be very accurate. And that's why Facebook has been really touting the, you know, oh, you're going to kill small businesses, you're just coming after small businesses, which, you know, that's not really Facebook's big care. Uh, but it's a good talking point to make Apple look bad, which is wild. Like, uh, I don't know if you know, uh, Facebook spent uh, over a billion dollars now fighting this thing with Apple, and they're still just yeah, over a billion dollars now. So that that just goes to show how scared and how important the tracking is. Yeah. But just getting back to it, yes, you'll be able to still track those, your attribution windows are going to change. That's one of the biggest things that you're going to see is that you're now going to go from a 28 day click one day view to a seven day click one day view. Yeah. This is not a huge issue for the lower value purchase things or the lower, like, like a lead gen, that's not going to really hurt you. Um, yeah. But for a high price product, people that are selling something over $500 say that's going to, the people like to do their research. They like to check out comp, uh, competition. They like to take their time to make that you know decision. Somebody gets a Peloton ad, they click on that. They're going to go check out the Peloton. They're going to check out the other brands that uh, that pair up with it that are you know different or slightly different pricing, different mm-hmm. models. And then they're going to make their purchasing decision usually after a week. And if that takes longer than seven days and then they purchase, you're never going to know that that came from there. Yeah. And so that's a big issue for course creators. Like a lot of times course creators have a long purchase process. It can sometimes take 30 to 90 days of warming people through lead gens, through a lot of different things until that person finally purchases. It takes anywhere from three to four engagements, whether that's a lead, a video that they watched, something they filled out, to getting to the point of then purchasing a course because it just takes that long to trust some, know, like, and trust somebody. Sure. Um, And then when they finally do it, well, that's outside of your window. You're never going to know that that purchase came from a specific Facebook ad.
1: Yeah. And, and guys, just to, just to kind of clarify and also just, I mean, not clarify, but just sort of put this in, in like, let's just say you're running a lead magnet ad and like, it's, I don't know, a month before your your launch, somebody opts in for your lead magnet, you nurture them over those four weeks or say, you know, or so leading up to the launch. And then let's just say you're doing webinar launch or what have you. And then somebody registers for your launch that came into your email list from that lead magnet. Let's just say they purchase, well, let's say six weeks have gone by, you aren't going to be able to attribute that sale from that person who came in on on your lead magnet. Now, if you don't run any kind of, you know, pre-launch ads or whatever, and you just all of a sudden start running ads to your to your, say, optimized launch, for example, somebody registers for your launch, and then they purchase from you within seven days, then yeah, you can track that. But anything outside that seven day window, it used to be up to 28 days, anything outside that seven day window, there's not going to be any kind of attribution that you can see. Can we do anything with regard to this, Terrell, regarding like Google Analytics, UTM codes or anything like that? You can do some within Google Analytics with
2: those. The only issue is that eventually those are going to go away as well because yeah. of the the data tracking with Google. You can do some in there. Um, typically, what I'm talking to people about doing is taking and and creating complete separate funnels for their uh, traffic sources. So having you know having a lead gen that you know, hey, maybe if you have an affiliate launch and the affiliates are using one, give the affiliates all one affiliate launch a uh, link and then uh where it's tracked differently within that uh within you know click funnels or you know kajabi whatever you're using to to mm-hmm. drive leads you're reporting two different uh funnel groups so that you have numbers to pair up with what you've done and then hey at the end of that you'll know where the purchasers came from because you have them separated into to slightly different funnels you can just sip, simply in almost every one of those platforms you can just duplicate a funnel just add in dash FB at the end of it and, and run all your Facebook traffic through that. So you can then have accurate reporting to match up with what you have. And I've, I've seen that also helpful just on the lead gen side to make sure that you're, you're getting accurate data um, every single day to say, Hey, pair this up because we've seen over and under reporting on both sides of the, uh, of the spectrum um with lead gen uh where it's like hey we got 500 leads well facebook says we got 400 or we got 500 leads oh facebook says we got 600 yeah. and that could be with the predictive uh uh lead gen that they're starting to add like there yeah. could be a lot of different things so you just want to be able to pair real numbers up
1: yeah and so what you're saying there is okay let's let's create a specific what landing page uh sales page that sort of thing if we're sending people if we're running ads for a lead magnet for example just have a specific landing page and a thank you page that you're only running Facebook traffic to or Instagram traffic to. Yep. Yeah. OK. Um, now let's talk about the the algorithm and the optimization. How's that going to be affected?
2: That one is uh, that one, I think, is the scariest part um, because, you know, everything people don't remember um, how hard it was running ads without the pixel and without all of the optimization that has come, even in the last two years, so much has changed in the last two years as far as optimizing. Like if you have a pixel that is super warm and you've gotten a lot of purchases on, you can set up an ad set and just leave the targeting open and say, find everybody, anybody in the United States who will buy my product and it will work. It'll find people. A lot of that's going to go away. So... There's a lot of different things that they're trying to build in to to help this and I don't know how many listeners are e-commerce people. Um, so I know I have a lot of e-commerce uh, um, examples and that's just because it's something that is simple to understand um, because your e-commerce, you run somebody they go to your site, they buy your product or they don't and that's kind of it with e-commerce. yeah there's no like crazy warming funnels and email stuff involved. it's just it's more simple to talk about. So that's why you saw last year, um, a huge partnership announced between Shopify and Facebook because with them partnering, they were able to do a lot of the the backend work to have it so your um, your products can be purchased on Facebook and on Instagram. Because if they keep that interaction on the platform, then they get to keep all the data. You bought something on Facebook, mm-hmm. then they then they know everything that happened there, and all that data is kept within the Facebook world, and you'll understand that and you'll still have that to be able to track and target people off of. The problem is once they get off of Facebook and go to a website. Now, what they've done there with Shopify is this is something that we're going to kind of touch on. It gets really complicated, but it's called the uh, conversion API. Yeah. And what that does, like to simplify it, is it makes it so If the pixel on a website, the Facebook pixel on a website is third party data, you need to turn that into first party data to be able to um, send it back to Facebook and first party data just means you own it. So if somebody came to our website and purchased a product, they have to put in their email address, phone number, all that stuff to purchase that product. Now that they've given me all that information, I now own it. The problem is it's in Shopify and how do I get it over to them? Well, Shopify added the conversion API button that you just click and it then sends that data back directly as first party data, data that I own Mm. into Facebook as a conversion. So essentially making me and my server be the Facebook pixel so that you still get that data back. The biggest issue for what we're talking about of getting optimization is that we need everybody to do that because you'll get the data for yourself. But the thing is, I need everybody else who's out there shopping and every other website to have that installed so that we get that user data from those other people, because that's what's going to help my optimization and finding the people that are going to purchase.
1: Yeah. And that's how the algorithm is learning like, oh, these types of people are converting the best. So we'll show... The add to more people like this. So from a course creator's perspective, if we're not doing product-based business, so, you know, e commerce or what have you, I've heard mixed reviews on whether conversion API is actually affecting favorable. And it is kind of, it's, it is complicated and technically complicated. I am not, as you know, I'm not a tech person. But so there's a lot that goes into like connecting the API. However, it is pretty straightforward if you use something like Zapier or Zapier, however you say it. And we're in the process of setting that up just for that, just like just to see if it works. Like, do you recommend that we talked about Shopify, but like course creators, do you recommend that we that we set this up? Um,
2: yeah, I, I would recommend that you do just because uh, like I'm a, I'm a very big fan of following Facebook best practices when it comes to anything and everything. There's some times where I'll test outside of those things. Um, but for the most part, those things are put there. Um, To reward you for doing them, you, you end up getting cheaper costs, you end up getting, mm-hmm. you know, more data. And so the thing that I always say is what is the damage from actually doing it other than, hey, it's going to take time and effort to put it through. And if you have to hire a dev person to, to do it, because it does get a little bit complicated with some of these platforms and having to set up zaps and everything, it yeah. can be difficult. But if you do it, it's not going to hurt your account. It can only help. And so I say like, hey, yeah, definitely do it. You know, there's, I know we, we got to talk about kind of the list of things that everybody needs to do. Um, yeah. but that would be one of them that I would say, there's, there's other things in front of that one to do first, sure. but it's something that I would encourage everybody to do everything you can to set it up. And they do have a lot of tools and a lot of uh, help center stuff that can get you through setting this up There's certain platforms that it's easier to do on, um, like WordPress sites and stuff like that, because there's Mm -hmm. integrations already built. And for the ones that don't, then
1: Zapier is a perfect option for it. Okay, that's cool. Let's talk about the eight events because this is something that I've been very confused about, and I know that I talked to a lot of people who know this stuff, and it's like we don't really know what's going on with this. But you and I are talking about this earlier. And you've had some great conversations directly with Facebook about this. So what's going on with the Facebook is now limiting the number of conversion events that we can use. What's going on with that?
2: Yes. So um, with all of these changes, the big thing that you need to start with is you need to verify your domain because that is going to allow you to then set up what is now called aggregated event measurement. And that's within your pixel. The way this works is it's your pixel that's on your domain that you've verified. And now that that's verified, you can now set up your aggregated events for that domain
1: that the pixel is on. So <laughs> it gets, a, gets a, a little confusing. That's about full. That's a mouthful. Yeah. We'll talk about verifying the domain in a few minutes. It's actually, it's actually quite easy. Um, but we'll yeah. come back to that. Yeah. Okay, cool.
2: So then once that's done, you come in and you come into this uh, area um, that's within your pixel. There's a tab and it's called the Aggregate Event Management Tool. And when you're on there, you then are going to be able to click that domain that was verified. And you're going to have the option to choose eight conversions. Now, these eight conversions are also selected in the order of importance to you because for the people who opt out, again, you're only going to get to track one conversion and they're going to choose that conversion based on the order of priority that you give it. So there's a list that will go there and it'll say highest priority and you can move those events up and down based on where you want them in the priority. So e-commerce company would do purchase at the top, initiate checkout, add to cart, view content, and then lead if they care about it.
1: Okay, hold on one sec. Before you go on, I so we're in business, we're in business manager, right? And then we go down to pixels on the left. Uh,
2: Yep. uh, So you can either go to pixels, or you can also just go to if you are in ads manager, you could go to events manager. If you're in business manager, then you would go to pixels and you would open your pixel in events manager.
1: Okay, so we're under Data Sources. Go to Pixels, and then so like I have a couple pixels here. So I click on it, and I have um, people, partners, and connected assets. Am I missing something?
2: You're in uh, in your business manager. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, so you should have uh, pixels, and then um, I'm going to navigate to it with you here. Uh, so you have the pixels, and if you click on it on the right hand side, uh, further over where it says Add people, assign partners, oh, yeah. add assets, it'll say Open in Events Manager. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So you'll click on Open an Events Manager, and then from that area, oh, okay, you're gonna have gotcha. a number of different things here. It'll for everybody right now. It will have a Resource Center um, yep. where it'll help you kind of walk through
1: these issues that
2: we're going through.
1: And I get a big um, pop up box too. This is introducing yeah. Facebook's Aggregate Event Management. Okay, cool.
2: So when you click on Aggregate Events Event measurement, you then click on configure web events, which is the big blue button that'll show up
1: there. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Okay.
2: So from here, um, this is where it'll show all the domains that are kind of in that business manager that you're in. So you might see a a, a bunch of them because mm-hmm. it's going to pull in uh, domains that aren't verified. Like it'll have click funnels in there. If you had traffic going, it'll have all these different domains, but it'll have the ones that are verified at the top. So that's where you're then going to click on that domain. And then it'll list the events that are currently assigned to that domain.
1: Oh, Okay, yeah. Interesting, because I thought, for example, that my Kajabi domain was verified, um, but it's telling me to verify it. So I thought it was I thought it was verified. Interesting.
2: Yeah. So the way that it's going to work that the tough thing for those is that for a domain that you don't own yeah. that you can't verify because uh to verify you have to own that domain because you have yeah. to change a DNS t- TXT entry. So if you don't own that then that company has to verify it and then they can share it with you as a partner or you need to make sure that you get that added as one of your subdomains. So on click funnels mm-hmm. for example, you can change it from rick.clickfunnels.com to mm-hmm. go.rick.com, right? Because you can have it as, as your subdomain. And so then that is something you can verify
1: because you've already verified that, you know, rick.com. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, Facebook has put all kinds of resource links and tabs and information within Ads Manager and Business Manager for us to walk us through. Yes. That. Okay. There's a lot here. So,
2: yeah, just back to the list of those events, you mm-hmm. just it's really actually pretty easy to add events because there's a big green button that says add event. It then adds a pop down um, that says, hey, here are the pixels that we've seen used in this domain. Choose one of those pixels and then you choose the event. It also has a custom conversion that you can pull whatever custom conversions you've created for any of those pixels will all list there and you can choose one of those. So it makes it really easy to kind of set up. The last thing that I want to say on here is for those people who've been used to using um, value optimization. So this is when you have your campaigns target the higher value purchasers, you know, because you optimize for people who place large orders. So it's almost more of a e-commerce thing because most of the time, you know, course creators aren't going to really care too much about value optimization. They just want people who are going to purchase a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you choose to value optimize one of those conversion events, it's going to take four events slots up. So you'll lose four events by using value optimization. Four of the eight. Correct. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, this is good times. Okay. So how, but what, what about like tracking the value of a sale? So let's just say I'm selling a 497 course and one of the conversions that we're tracking is a you know, sales thank you page. And when they land on that, that's worth quote unquote 497. Are we, do we still get that information? So we think so. Right now, that's what our for the
2: for the people who who opt out i believe that is uh that is not going to be the case you're going to know they purchased but it won't report a value because that's essentially reporting two data points to you it'll what it'll probably do is it's going to use an estimated value based on previous a- average order values and give you that as the value so it will report a value it just mm-hmm. won't be the correct value it'll be approximately correct and they have those value reports in tranches. So it's, hey, if the, your average order value was between these two, we're going to report this. And there's uh, there's some info out there about that and on what that's going to be. But it is one of those areas that is a little bit of a, a gray unknown right now. This is good times.
1: Should, should we <laughs> be freaking out about this? So,
2: um, I mean, we talked about this before um, we started talking here. It's something that People should be, um, you know, not be worried about, but that, that it's something that they should be vigilant about. Like, hey, get on here and, and learn all of this, set it all up, get your account set up for success, um, and you'll be... The 10% that do, right? So you want to be the one that's in front of all of these things, you want to get on top of it before everybody else does. Mm -hmm. Because what will happen is we'll get to this and it might take a few months because the optimization the data of everybody previous to this point that we're at doesn't go away. So it might take a little bit for optimization to start to have troubles with the with finding the people based on just pixel data. But when it does, the people who set all this up are going to have an edge over everybody else. And your data is going to be that much better. Your targeting is going to be that much better. Your conversions are going to be that much better. And everybody else who didn't do it are all of a sudden just going to say Facebook ads don't work anymore. And then they just walk away. Now, when that happens, that's when the the benefit comes to us who did all the hard work and have been sitting here tweaking little things and fixing everything because now those people are gone out of the auction. Our CPMs go down, our conversions go down, like our conversion costs go down, our lead costs, everything goes down and it's better for us. We just, you just have to be in here making those adjustments, being a student of the game. It's something that like people who've been in the Facebook ad world or just media buying world in general know these these big things have happened over and over and over. like And every time a group of people will freak out and other people will just kind of adapt and overcome and you have to be in the latter group. So yeah. don't freak out, just get ready because it's... It's happening to everybody. So it's not like it's just gonna happen to certain people and everybody else yeah. gets to keep it. It's happening to everybody. So just be better than everybody else.
1: And everybody's in the same state of confusion <laughs> because yeah. F- Facebook has come out with some things. We're gonna we're gonna list those out right now. But you know, Facebook is even coming back to it, you know, to us and saying, we don't know exactly what this is going to look like. And I think the good thing, though, too, is that Facebook will figure something out. It's what 99, 99 99.9% of their revenue is advertising in the billions of dollars. Like they'll figure it out in some in some way. Okay, and this is also, by the way, real quick, this is also getting like there's more coming. Google, Google Chrome, the third party cookies, privacy that's coming in 2022. So this is just the start of understanding this stuff and how we can take advantage of it. So, what are some things that we need to do now? We need to verify the domain, all the domains that we're using. So it's not just our website, but it's like Kajabi or lead pages or, or click funnels or what what have you. So we need to verify those domains. It also helps, and even though just for, just from general best practice, uh, and I don't even know if this is iOS related at all, but verify the business itself, right, inside of Business Manager. What else? What else, what are the things that we can? Just Yeah. And
2: two, um, for those that are looking um, to verify your domain, if you just Google verify Facebook domain, it'll pop up to the help center article. But you you literally just go under brand safety within business manager, and then click on domains and then click add for your domain. You'll add it there. And then it gives you the steps to add that bit of, bit
1: of code. It takes, I think, what, three minutes to do? Yeah, very simple, very easy. And all the platforms um, now have instructions on how to do this. Like, I wasn't sure how to do it with Kajabi. So I literally just chat supported them. And they were like, oh, yeah, just do, you know, go here, go here and go here. And like, okay, cool.
2: Yeah, Yeah. it's it's pretty simple. So um, the next thing that people need to do is um, they're going to need to figure out what they want their eight conversions to be um, and set those up um, once your domain's been verified. The next thing that people are going to need to do is they need to. Go and figure out their attribution settings within their ads manager. So, all active ad sets have been changed to seven day click, one day view, which is what they need to be. Mm -hmm. But your reporting isn't going to show on the front page or in the areas you need it to be unless you change all ad sets to match those active ones. So, it's a bug in their system (laughs) Um, and they're aware of it. And so, the workaround. (laughs) <laughs> um is pretty funny um you go into every ad set um that is turned off in that campaign you turn them on and then you turn them back off and it'll reset the attribution settings Seriously. on those ad sets and then it'll fix the reporting on your campaign level all
1: right so so any campaign that's running that we have running right now if there are ad sets within that campaign that are turned on like maybe some are running some are turned off we need to turn the ones that are off on and then turn them back off again because of this fun bug in facebook
2: yeah that's and that's their that's their official like yeah got an email and i told my rep like how to do it um and then like two days later got a mass email from them hey for those people seeing this problem because right now it'll show like uh, on your campaign level reporting, it'll say multiple attribution um, being used, so it won't give you your reporting on the campaign level. Um, and so that's the only way to fix it because it then resets the um, attribution to the correct one that matches what was auto reset when you have active <laughs> accounts. It, it was a really big pain for some of my large accounts because I have campaigns that have hundreds of ad sets that have been used over the years. Um, so. It was a, it was a big pain, but it's one thing like for small ad accounts, it doesn't take long because you might only have a couple ad sets that are off.
1: Sure. Sure. What is, what about this? Uh, I've been seeing, especially this week that we're recording this on, what is today? February 5th. Um, we A lot of people have been getting this error message about the conversion event. We've been seeing this, this block come up on, I think it's the ad set level. I think it is. And it talks about this conversion event. It's a, it's an error message. What's going on with that?
2: Yeah, so that's the one that shows up if you haven't um, set up your conversion events on your domain that you're yep. running that event on. It actually still shows up um, on some that you set it up for because it does take 72 hours for those to take mm-hmm. effect. It'll still let you. One thing people haven't realized: it'll still let you publish those ads. It just has this big error on it, and I've even had it to where I get a the red like you get that little red triangle that pops up on ads like actually saying like, oh, hey, it's not going to publish these. But if you just hit publish, it still publishes them. (laughs) Because essentially, those still aren't turned off because this whole thing isn't live yet. But when it does go live, those ads probably won't publish. I say probably because who knows what they're going to do. But um, they shouldn't publish because the the actual event that you set up to track is impossible to track if you didn't do all of those steps um, that we talked
1: about. Gotcha. Okay. Any other simple steps that we can take?
2: Um, after that, it's just um, you know I, I would encourage people to uh, make sure that they're doing everything they can to get as much data that they can on their own. So pulling in all of those leads, um, keeping the get, getting your first-party data organized, understanding where your traffic is coming from, and and knowing that. You're not going to have like, because this is how it used to be, is you would run a bunch of traffic and you wouldn't know what that traffic did. You just went to your site. And if you got purchases, you said, okay, that probably came from Facebook. Yeah. Is understanding there might be a little bit of that again of, hey, we're spending all this money on Facebook. If we turn it off, that traffic goes away. We turn it back on, the traffic comes back and our our sales come back. Yeah. So there's going to be a little bit of of needing to understand that you're not going to have second by second attribution because that's the other bit that they're saying is some of this attribution that they're going to give you could be delayed two to three days. Gotcha. So the days of watching your your lead cost like up to the minute and adjusting things is is probably over. but like just taking it as a holistic view of your business and understanding where your traffic comes from and then also you know make sure you're not married to just one platform. make sure you guys are out there testing. TikTok, Snapchat, like there's a ton of like great opportunities in both of those where mm-hmm. it's you can get a bunch of free ad spend. So it's like there's a lot of other things. Making sure you're on Google, make sure making yep. sure you're hitting those pre-roll on YouTube. Make yep. sure that you're testing anything and everything to make sure that you're not ever beholden to one traffic source. Even though I love Facebook and Instagram, it could go away one day, sure. um, and we would never know it. But you you would have to pivot to something else. And just knowing that you know that something else. Um, will really help you to to be ready for whatever comes next.
1: Yeah, diverse fire traffic, and we also talked about before about like just setting up a complete a, a different landing like a specific landing page for Facebook, a specific thank you page, that sort of thing, so we can track the numbers specifically on that platform. Like if you're using whatever Kajabi or ClickFunnels or ConvertKit, or whatever it is, like have a specific landing page for that campaign. That'll give you the data as well. So people listening right now, they're like, holy cow, this sounds super confusing. Guys, I'm going to put links in that we've seen. Uh, I'll put them in the show notes for the episode here today. And again, inside of Ads Manager, they have resource tabs now. They're giving you a whole bunch of information. They're really obviously trying to educate people as much as possible. And just remember what Terrell said earlier, it's those of us who are willing to put in the work now, to set these things up based on Facebook's best practices and recommendations and understand as best we can what's going on. For those of you who do that, we're going to, those of us, we're going to win, essentially, because the people, like Terrell said, the people that don't bother with this or don't try to, you know, understand this and set things up the way that Facebook is recommending, they're going to drop off. And that's just a benefit to us advertisers who are going to continue forward. What kind of final... Thought, final word, final word of encouragement would you uh would you give our audience here?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would just tell everybody that um we've been through uh these types of things plenty of times before, e- even if we're just talking about Facebook. I mean, there's been four or five of these kind of events that people get super panicked about, and we've always figured out as advertisers a way around it, a way to make sure we stay successful. And you know, the the cream always rises to the top and as long as you're doing those things that Rick just said, um, you're going to win. So don't give up on it. Keep working at it. This platform is amazing. I I love advertising and Facebook, and they will always find a way around these issues and a way to make you successful as a, as a business and as a person.
1: Yeah, I love it. Dude, thank you so much for coming on here and sharing your wisdom on this stuff. This is a complicated topic but we're all going to get through this together. Guys, I'll continue to update you here on the show as we learn more things. I'll have Terrell back on as soon as you know we have even additional clarity on what Facebook is recommending. Where can people connect with you? What's the best way if they want to learn more about what you're doing as far as an uh, ad management side?
2: Yeah, absolutely. If anybody wants to uh, reach out to me, my email is my name, uh, Terrell, T-E-R-R-E-L-L at ecomandcoffee.com. That's uh, e-com, like e-commerce and coffee. I love coffee. Uh, and uh, we also have a, a form on the e and coffee uh, website. And if you want to fill it that out, that's uh, contact us. Very simple website. But uh, if anybody has any questions, they can feel free to reach out to me uh, via email and I'd be happy to answer.
1: Awesome. This is why we are friends, guys, because Tara loves coffee, as do I. <laughs> Thanks, my man. Appreciate you, dude. You got it. My pleasure. Have a good one. Hey, my friend! Thank you so much for listening. As always, as I mentioned at the top of the show, if you're an online course creator, you maybe you have an you're an online coach, or maybe you have a membership program, and you're generating revenue in your business already. Maybe you're doing you're averaging maybe five k a month in your business and revenue, but you're now spinning your wheels to the get to the next level, and you want to optimize your business to you know multiple six or even seven figures in your business. I'll tell you right now what you think is holding you back is not what's holding you back. And you do not need another course or to read more books in order to get you there. What you need is a cohesive growth strategy along with personalized coaching, support, and accountability. And that is exactly what we do for you inside my Accelerator coaching program, all right? You get my one-on-one coaching as well as coaching from my team, uh, Facebook Ads Coach, and all the other members of Accelerator right there inside the program. It is open and it is application only. So if you'd like to learn more and apply, go over to rickmulready.com forward slash accelerator. All right, my friend, thank you so much as always for listening to the podcast here. Super appreciate you. I'll see you right back here for the next episode here of the Art of Online Business Podcast.